Joining us now in our studios is uh, Rice County Attorney John Fossum. Good morning, John. Good morning, Jeff. Happy uh, Winter Walk. Happy yeah. Winter Walk Day. It's it, it's a nice brisk day for Winter Walk so it, far. It is. You know, it, we we were getting we're going to get some snow tonight, but it doesn't look like that's going to start until okay. late. So uh, you'll have uh, actually pretty good weather. And it should be warmer by the time we get to Winter Walk. Is that is that the forecast? Twenty eight. Okay. Yeah. So there you have it. Enjoy. Yes. Let's talk be about a beautiful night to be downtown. Then let's uh, talk about uh, what's going on in the Rice County uh, courts uh, system. Why don't we start off with some cases? You have some higher profile cases that are uh, coming up through the office, right? Of course, we've got our our uh, murder one case, which is the uh, 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 I guess the the Morristown murder Morristown? case where mm-hmm. the uh, Fellow uh, shot his roommate with a shotgun twice. That's a first-degree murder case. Um, that one is currently out pending a. a um, we're waiting for a. Uh, uh, like a psychiatric psychiatric evaluation, evaluation uh, for that to move forward. So um, there'll probably be a hearing on that sometime in. Uh, I think it's calendared for the end of January is the next scheduled hearing on that one. Uh, we've got our murder two case, which is the. The fellow who uh, punched the gentleman uh, in the face in, in Dundas until he died, mm-hmm. uh, or to, badly enough injured him badly enough that he died with uh, within a week or so. Um, and that was the uh, road rage case. Road rage case. Seventy nine year old man on his way to a dialysis appointment. Wow. Uh, and he got punched in the face several times and died about ten days later. Wow. And uh, so that's that's still out there. Um, all those cases, of course, are no longer my my function. Uh, they've mm-hmm. all been reassigned to to my successor, and so um, let's see where he goes with those. Uh, we still have the Saint Olaf cases out there, the uh, attempted murder case where the uh, young man uh, stabbed and uh, uh, yeah, used a knife and a hammer to attack a, an ex girlfriend up mm-hmm. at, at, at dorm in Saint Olaf, and so that case is still pending. Um, and so we'll see what the resolutions are with those cases. Those are all really, I think, important, big deal cases. And, and, um, I don't, you know, since I didn't win the election, I'm not, Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not weighing in on what should or, or will happen with them, but I think they're, they're interesting cases and it'll be interesting to see how they get resolved or if they, uh, when they go to trial. Uh, well, as as you mentioned, uh, come January, you will be uh, leaving office. So let's talk. The, spend the rest of the time we have here talking about some generalities uh, that will uh, be going on. I want to talk about the uh, state legislature. It's a little bit different look this year. Uh, you know, we've redistricted and we've had elections, uh, and they've got a lot of things uh, going on at the legislature. It shouldn't be a lively year from the the standpoint of. Uh, just the justice system, the court systems, and such are there uh, are they looking at any changes, any new laws, anything that would uh, interest or affect you well I think the way they would affect the the justice system generally you know uh, there's always the possibility the legislature will now um, legalize marijuana, and as you and I have talked in the in the past, there's a question of what happens with for example uh, uh, driving while impaired, if uh, if it's legal now to possess marijuana, um, it, and you smoke marijuana and drive, uh, is that going to be uh, impaired driving, or are we going, or will the law enforcement have to establish that 
person is significantly impaired. That's one of the questions I think that uh, the legislature should grapple with as they deal with whether or not they want to uh, legalize marijuana. But I think with uh, a more unified legislature and, and governor's office, certainly many people in, in the Senate and House and and, and uh, the the administration have argued for legalizing marijuana, and uh, a number of nearby states have, including South Dakota. So it, it certainly seems possible that legalizing marijuana could happen in the next year. Um, you and I have talked in the past about uh, attempts at the legislature to uh, uh, curb or limit prosecutorial discretion, prosecutorial immunity, and uh, qualified immunity for police officers. Uh, I don't think the prosecutorial discretion part would come back up again. Uh, you remember there was a, a bill in the Senate last year to uh, that uh, prosecutors could be prosecuted for refusing to charge a case where there's probable cause, which is sort of raises the question of who was supposed to be the person doing the prosecuting of the prosecutor. Um, but uh, I think there we, there may well be um, so. I don't think prosecutorial discretion will be be up for debate this year, but mm -hmm. prosecutorial immunity um, and immunity of police officers from from prosecution or or civil liability may well come back up before this legislature and might have uh, a better chance of success going forward than than it's had in the last couple of years. And what would that look like? How would it, uh, you know, when it, if they do uh, pass some laws regarding that, uh, what what would it look like? Would, would police be just automatically immune to being charged crimes while on duty? Or well, I think it would be more the other way that you know, there's there's a what we call qualified immunity that if if you can't establish that the police officer was intent intending to harm someone, um, or if they weren't acting acting within their appropriate discretion. Uh, if they were defending themselves, you know, those are natural defenses. And then there's the qualified immunity from, from prosecute, from uh, civil liability. Um, I know that many members of the, the, the DFL have talked about, uh, requiring police officers to have their own insurance. And, uh, that would be the question of, you know, who's going to do that job if they have to buy their own liability insurance and not be defended by their, uh, uh, you know, by their employer, like most other people are. So I think the, the, you know, it's so that qualified immunity piece where, mm -hmm. where, uh, most crimes, uh, the, the police officers are entitled to a, a good faith presumption. If that goes away, uh, or if there is, a lesser burden to either prosecute or civilly uh, sue a police officer or a police department for the conduct of a police officer in their normal course of business, uh, I think that would radically change the way policing works and, and uh, how police officers make those decisions. Uh, I don't think that's a great idea, uh, but I know a number of members of the legislature have talked about that's something they would like to see. So that's one of the things I would... I would keep an eye on, um, mm -hmm. uh, and also the same thing for prosecutorial immunity, that if prosecutors aren't immune for, uh, making their decisions in who they prosecute and who they don't prosecute, um, how much, you know, how do they keep doing those jobs? How, how can they tolerate that mm -hmm. work if, if they can be uh, sued civilly 
for every decision that they make. Hmm. Once again, John Possum is with us. Uh, Let's talk about, I want to go back to the uh, legalization of marijuana and ask you if if you would know the answer to this, is that a lot of states, I think, I don't know how many states now, do have some form of legalized marijuana. And the, the concerns that I've heard from the legislature last year were exactly as you mentioned. How do you, when a person's driving and driving impaired, how you test them, what makes up a crime, at what level, is there an acceptable level or not acceptable level? Uh, and is are there uh, inventions out there, something akin to a breathalyzer, uh, that are coming up to the market? Have you heard, Have the, as the other states uh, legalize that and press through those problems, uh, are are we seeing some answers? Uh, bef- you know, before we do that, do we have some answers in those uh, categories? And uh, as far as I know, the answer is that it's not. It's just not clear. I know that that um, the statistics from Colorado, which legalized uh, marijuana a couple of years ago, are that traffic offenses are are up, and impaired traffic offenses are up. But here's the here's the issue, right? Forty years ago. We didn't have a per se limit in uh, DWIs, right? We it was just we had to prove impairment. So some people could drink quite quite a bit, and they you know they'd go to trial and say, well, "I wasn't impaired," and and there wasn't enough evidence to overcome or prove beyond a reasonable doubt that person was impaired, and we would lose those trials. So the legislature came up with this per se limit. First, it was 0.12, then 0.10. Now it's 0.08%. And if your blood alcohol level is that at that level and you're in control of a car, um, that's, that's driving under the influence. That's, that's drunk driving in, in Minnesota. Uh, as it is right now, if you are smoking marijuana and you, uh, the police officer can, can establish that you're impaired and they get a search warrant for your blood and, they take the blood test and it shows a level of THC. That's enough evidence to show that you're driving while impaired because smoking marijuana is is or having possessing marijuana in your blood is and driving is a crime. But if marijuana is now legalized, then that's not that's not a crime. So now we're back to where we were 40 years ago in terms of establishing impairment and were you too impaired to drive or just a little impaired or just kind of impaired or was the THC from smoking recently or was it from smoking uh, some other time? Or uh, So it just creates a lot of questions and it creates um, a sort of vacuum in, in the law and I don't know that there's a good resolution for that because there's no, you know, how do you establish what that per se limit is? They said in Minnesota we went from 0.12 to 0.10 to 0.08 as the the science progressed, and um, so the question is: Will there be something in in the legislature to determine what a what a per se limit is for the appropriate amount of uh, THC mm-hmm. in your system while you're driving, or is it any? You know, that's interesting. And what I find interesting is that, uh, you know, we have a free market here. Uh, there's no company that's come out with the equivalent of a breathalyzer for marijuana yet. Are they not working on that? Because there's money in that. <laughs> there's money to be made out there. And I'm surprised the free market hasn't uh, pushed uh, along some of the uh, solutions, uh, because, because just driven by profit. 
Well, and I don't know that that um, your breath tells you know could be used to determine how much THC is in mm-hmm. your in your blood at that point anyway. But um, I think that that would be the question: is how do you determine what's the what's mm-hmm. the appropriate amount, what's the safe amount, and then how do you test for it? And so I think those are those are two kind of interrelated questions. Mm-hmm. And is the breathalyzer uh, adequate for that, or or is it uh, is there something else that they would have to use? to determine. And, and as you said, I think we've had uh, now several years with uh, Washington State and, and uh, Oregon and, mm-hmm. and uh, now even South Dakota for a couple of years with legalized marijuana. Um, there, there certainly could be approaches that people can follow, but uh, I don't know what they are at the moment. <laughs> All right. Uh, once again, John Fossum is with us. Uh, one other thing that's going to continue on, but let's get kind of an update on where we're at right now. We had uh, Sheriff Thomas in just a couple of weeks ago to talk about the new jail. He kind of gave us a, a rundown and uh, said that things are are looking good. They're kind of ahead of schedule right now. Uh, where are we at? And how, what has your office been involved? I know you have been involved in the land transfers and the legal aspects of all that, but does uh, everything look like it's smooth sailing as we head into 2023? Well, and I'd hate to curse it by, by saying that. <laughs> so I think that uh, at the moment, everything seems to be on track. We have a, a, we have a uh, construction manager who's overseeing a lot of the contract work and and in enforcing a lot of the contracts so we have uh you know actually groups that are doing a lot of the work that um so to my knowledge everything is is in order and Mm -hmm. and going along well and that our construction manager is doing a good job of overseeing stuff and working with the contractors and scheduling everything so that things are going well and when i drive by there uh, it looks like you know they're making progress. Things are things are moving forward, and and it's it's great to see that uh, uh, that being accomplished. You know, we've also uh, uh, been removing some of the buildings that in in Fairbo that were um, originally purchased to, to make room for a jail, um, but uh, you know we're no longer really rehabable, and so mm-hmm. there's been a lot going on down in Fairbo in terms of dealing with uh dealing with those those buildings and and uh looking at what this new jail is so i think uh the the sheriff's been paying much closer attention to mm-hmm. it than i have because it's been it's been going so well i haven't had to i haven't had to spend a lot of time thinking about it yeah i'm sure he's looking forward to uh, getting his some new digs all right john we want to thank you for coming in not only this morning but for the uh, for the for many years now and talking with us we certainly appreciate that uh, we wish you uh, the best of luck uh, as you uh, move forward into 2023 with some new adventures and once again thank you have a merry christmas and a happy new year well thanks a lot jeff it's been great to come talk to you for the last eight years and uh, maybe we'll talk to you again some other time all right sounds good we'll see you around if not i'm sure all right thanks jeff john fossum rice county attorney You're listening to 95.1 FM at AM 1080, KYMN Northfield. It's uh, 737.